and welcome to the Teeth of Grace. I'm Sarah Schaefer, and I'm happy to be coming to you today with my friend Kathy Lattenberg. Side to side, it's so wonderful. <laughs> we get to do another episode in person, so this is fantastic. Today we're going to be hearing a short passage from a devotional that Kathy loves, and she loves it so much I bought one for myself because she kept talking about it. It's called In His Presence, and there are a number of well, big names, especially from the 19th century, Charles Spurgeon, Alexander McLaren, Joseph Parker, um, Alexander White, etc., etc. And today we're going to hear one from no one other than the famous John Wesley. And Kathy's just going to read a, a portion of one that is connected to the passage in Matthew 7, 4 that reads, But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. And so we, we've been talking about trials and, and, and how to handle them and what, what the Lord, the Holy Spirit challenges us to grow up in faith. Mm -hmm. I mean, to become like Paul, that's a heady, think of that man's faith mm -hmm. and where's mine, <laughs> where's mine. And, and, and this, I just, I just thought this passage was so powerful for me. I hope it helps others too. Narrow is the way of universal holiness. Narrow indeed is the way of poverty of spirit, the way of holy mourning, the way of meekness, and that of hungering and thirsting after righteousness. Narrow is the way of mercifulness, of love unfeigned, the way of purity of heart, of doing good to all men, and gladly suffering evil for righteousness' sake. Hmm. Alas, how few of mankind are innocent, even of outward transgressions, and how much smaller the proportion have their hearts right before God, clean and holy in his sight. Where are they whom his all-searching eyes discern to be truly humble, to abhor themselves in dust and ashes in the presence of God. To be steadily serious, walking in the fear of the Lord, truly meek and gentle. Never overcome of evil, but overcoming evil with good. Thoroughly athirst for God and continually panting after a renewal in his likeness. How thinly are they scattered, scattered over the earth whose souls are enlarged in love to all mankind and who love God with all their strength, who have given him their hearts and desire nothing else in earth and heaven. How few are ready to suffer all things, even death, to save one soul from eternal death. Hmm. You know how popcorn goes off in my head. And what went off when I read that today, even today, uh, my sister just gave me a six pound chicken that had been frozen um, for quite a long time. And it took a long, long time to uh, let it thaw and then bake it. And of course, you know, with the chicken that big, I wanted to make sure the temperature was right. So you stick that thing, that thermometer down into the depth of the thigh to make sure that your chicken is well done. 
And um, if the Lord stuck a thermometer in my heart today, how many of these things that I just read could I say, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. What would he find? Hmm. What passion, what for him, my, my thirst for him, my heart for him, would I, would I be lukewarm? Would I be medium warm? He wants all of us just to be hmm. just to be fully his mm-hmm. in every way and our passions being set on him. The passion of the Christ with Gibson I saw again this Easter and um, how does my passion for him measure even begin to measure up with that passion mm-hmm. that he has for us. Well, and I don't know what you think of this, Kathy, but what came to my mind as you were reading that is that none of us measure up to that. Only Jesus. Only Jesus is the one who was righteous, who is who was willing to endure such suffering to save the souls of others. Only Jesus. And the only way we can even come close and go through that narrow gate is through him. He is the only one that can do that work in us. And, and for that to happen, of course, requires faith in him that he would do it. But then it also requires that surrender in us to stop trying to figure everything out on our own, to stop trying to process it all until we understand every last little detail of everything. And just to by faith, by faith, by faith, say, I trust you, God, are doing what's right here. And he talks about, you know, we're not to be just in the natural world. If I still acted like a two-year-old, you'd be frightened for me. Yes. We are, we must grow up. We have to. And in our normal thing, so we go to school and we learn and we do the, we do a million things to to succeed in our life, to be fully grown up. All of these things are talking about how grown up I am, am I right. in Christ. Right. And we only can measure that by our daily passion for him, our daily, are we in the word? Are we, I mean, there's so much more to be had. And I feel like, and I tasted so much more in Czechoslovakia. I feel like in America, we haven't yet gotten the fire of going so much, so much deeper and becoming more and more and more his. I just don't think, and we're going to do that as trials increase. We, mm-hmm. we are going to figure that out eventually. But um, this is, I love the way John Wesley said and took inventory of what is my fear of God? What's my thirst for God? Am I panting mm. after God? Is my heart beating fast for my new car or my new home or my new whatever? Or is my heart, is my mind in alignment with his mind mm. of what he wants and where he's leading us? It's it's an intimacy with Christ that I think is very, very, very hard to find, but more precious than gold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we need to be about that. Yes. For me, this writing is be about that. Be about it's that. a narrow way. Mm-hmm. And only a few find it. Listeners, it's a sobering word and yet a challenge that we can all take up to know him in that way, where our passion for him exceeds our passion for 
our sports teams, like Kathy said, for the material things around us, for all those other things that we do spend so much time and energy pursuing and seeking after. Well, and so even our health. Right. We live in Boulder. <laughs> if you don't shop at the right stores and eat all organic, what was you? I mean, that, I'm not blowing. I'm not against that. We need to eat well. But. But it becomes a bigger passion than our passion for the Lord. Yeah. We're passionate about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. A lot of things. And boy, food and exercise in Boulder. I see people riding bikes up and down that canyon all the time. I mean, we are serious about our physical health. Mm -hmm. This is the tent that's coming down. How serious are we if God stuck a thermometer? Am I, in, in, in my spirit, aligned with his spirit? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, if you would like to reach out to us, listeners, if you have thoughts on this and want to share or just have anything that you would like us to be praying for, you can reach out to Kathy at K-A-T-H-Y at theteethofgrace.com. Or you can find me, Sarah, at S-A-R-A at theteethofgrace.com. As always, please feel free to pass this on and share it with others. Know that we are always thankful when you listen in and when you tell others about what we're doing here. We love you listeners. God bless. <laughs>